welcome to this week's episode of the Making It in Asheville podcast. This is the neighborhood podcast where we talk to an Asheville artist, creator, maker, entrepreneur, self-employed person, community developer, and ask them what they're making and how they are making it in Asheville. And this week, ladies and gentlemen, we have a, <laughs> a <laughs> very fun, uh, not to limit to ladies and gentlemen, but a very fun episode. I am so excited. I am now, as of this week in my life, a plant daddy. And what? we have our guests, uh, Megan MacGyver and Lindsay Riley of uh, Palm and Pine, who are going to teach us, potentially uh, tell us at least, their story of opening in the days before the pandemic, riding that hurricane through to 2021. Uh, and maybe I'll ask some very specific questions about plants that I'm interested in growing, and we'll see how that goes. But before we do all that, please uh, introduce yourselves to the Making It in Asheville audience. Uh, Lindsay first, arbitrarily. Hi! Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Hi! It's but, Lindsay. It's true. I'm Lindsay Riley. Or to my uh, closest friends and family, Lindsay Riley Earth. Thank you very much. Cool. And Lindsay Riley Earth, uh, to your closest friends, which I now am identifying as. Uh, You're in the thanks. Yes. Tell us uh, in, in like a tweetable a little bit about yourself. A little tweetable? Well, um, I don't tweet. I'll start there. Uh, <laughs> barely even get on it. I follow like two people. It's cool. Um, I am Lindsay. I have lived in Asheville for three years, and I own half of Palm Line now. Yeah. It's a miracle. <laughs> Wonderful. And Megan, please introduce yourself. Yeah, I'm Megan. Um, I'm the other co-owner of Palm and Pine. I've been in Asheville for almost 13 years now. Um, and yeah, done a lot of things, been a lot of people here, and <laughs> now I'm here. Wonderful. Well, it's great to be here. If you're not watching the YouTube channel, you guys look to be in some sort of a like wilderness forest green room of plants oh and more. So uh, yeah. perhaps we take a moment and just try and uh, tell tell me a little bit about Palm and Pine today. What's going on? Do you have a storefront? Are you online? What, what is Palm and Pine? Well, yeah, you yeah, you go, yeah. <laughs> give the elevator speech. Mm -hmm. uh, in art driven creative space, we really try to not pigeonhole ourselves as one particular thing. Um, so we're not just a plant shop. Mm -hmm. uh, we like to think of it as like an overall like art umbrella, um, and that there's a lot of moving parts underneath that umbrella. But we do sell plants. Um, we do commercial and residential installations for people in Asheville. Um, and yeah, we offer routine care and maintenance services, and we have big plans for things that we plan to do. <laughs> COVID definitely uh, pushed back our our timeline a little bit, but and yeah. but we also got to do stuff we never would have done, which is really cool. Exciting! So, so help us with a little bit of timeline. So, am I right that you opened Palm and Pine in 2019, or like January of 2020, maybe? Technically, okay. yeah, we we started, we like formed the business in the spring of 2019 mm -hmm. and did pop-ups throughout town for like 
I don't know, six or seven months while we were trying to find a storefront, which mm. was really, really difficult. Through Christmas, actually. Through was, Christmas, We did yeah. our last pop-up, like, the right days before, before Christmas. Christmas yeah. of 2019. Um, at Crocodile Wine. At Crocodile. It was lovely. Yeah. We, uh... Yeah, and then we found, we, like, really lucked into this Westwood space in the late fall of 2019, and then moved in here in January of 2020 and opened... January 1st, January, actually. Yeah. The, we got the key on the 1st and had opened. a party on the 31st. Yeah. And then we closed. And then we closed, closed, like, immediately. <laughs> <laughs> so... <Open> party. Yeah, <laughs> what... We had one party, and then it was over. What yeah. a, what a uh, incredible... I don't know, timeline and uh, turn of events. And I feel like that is uh, almost like the quintessential startup story. Like we were just getting started. Something crazy happened. Um, How how today are you different than what you might have initially thought you you would be uh, a year or so, a year or more into having a storefront? You know, it's funny because... I don't even really remember what I thought this was going to be. Like we had very specific plans. We weren't going to do a store. We were like, we don't want to do retail. We want to keep it kind of like gallery centric of some sort and just like maybe do online. I don't know, like pop-ups or whatever. Yeah. Um, That's all I really remember though. Yeah. That was, we, I mean, honestly really benefited because we like got into this space, flipped it in 30 days and really like, we're not prepared to be open, but had to for financial reasons. <laughs> we were like, we're here. We have like six plants. Do you like it? <laughs> <laughs> we, have, we have nothing to sell, but here we are. Um, and then, you know, COVID hit and I think we didn't really have any systems in place yet or like mm. anything really like hardlined. Like we didn't have any rigidity. We were mm. just very like no. fluid and open at that time trying to figure things out. We were still literally moving all the furniture around like yeah, every few to, days. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think we, we didn't have, we weren't like set in this way. We were really open to whatever the space was going to evolve into. Mm-hmm. And I think the circumstances of what it meant to live in 2020 really influenced the direction that Palm and Pine took um, in a really positive way. So what are some of those directions? What does it look like today in your world? You you mentioned more than just plants, um, but at least where my mind holds you currently, there are always plants when I think of you, whether or not it is event space uh, or or something. So what what does it look like today? Um, we have our storefront that's open six days a week now, which is a big thing for us. We started like really small, like we open like two or three days a week. Yeah. We didn't really want to be open that much. It's a, it's a lot. It's a lot of effort to be open, but it is. It's a whole thing like running a storefront full time. Um, and it's in West Asheville on Haywood. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit North of Haywood. Actually, if you go, um, Behind Harvest Records of mm-hmm. Westwood Place. Um, it's in that neighborhood just north of Haywood. Great. It's yeah, like we're in a like little corner. Down. We're in the one commercial building beside Shelter Collective where their uh, design firm is next door to us. So Great. We're on the corner of Millbrook and Westwood. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we have our storefront and then we have some pretty big plans for the summer. Like our overall idea is to kind of like really change the space seasonally so do like a once a season installation that's about the what we can put out right now (laughs) it's like we're like maybe four times a year we can do this 
um, but kind of just like create and encapsulate like a really specific vibe for the season. So we've been working the past few months really hard to get prepared for the summer season. This is going to be the first time that we do it. That's like we're launching it this summer. Um, We did a little bit with Christmas. We did. And um, springtime. As right now, we've got a lot of like yeah. roses. We did a prom that had a bunch yeah. of decorations. That's why we got the disco ball. I thought yeah. that was just energy. I thought that you just bringing that. It is disco now. Energy. It is now. It's permanent now. Okay. It's a permanent. We left part. our favorite yeah. parts. Yeah, we'll you, be taking down the roses soon. The roses okay. gotta go. They're gonna die. It's summer. It's hot. It's, it's gonna hot. be hot in here. It's yeah. actually gonna be really hot in here. Though. It's gonna be really hot. It's we don't have really AC. Hot. No, it's, okay. <laughs> it's like a greenhouse. It's okay. Um. But yeah, I feel like we kind of like tested with like Christmas, mm-hmm. our little Christmas installation we did, and we did like a photo booth. We were kind of like gearing up to see, like getting systems in place for that and gearing sure. up to see like what that labor output is going to look like and what it means to actually like essentially throw a party perpetually. And buying <laughs> buying stuff. Getting props. If you get cheap shit, man, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. It's always a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There, there's... <laughs> does that answer your question? No, that does. It does. <laughs> and, and one of the Sorry. things that's always... <laughs> Uh, been fascinating for me in particular with uh, what I'll call like florist or folks who work in plants um, is that you're buying something that's alive and like uh, the risks involved in buying something that's alive and then selling something that's alive is so interesting and, and crazy. And it's a, it's not like buying, you know, some widget, right? Like I'm a, I'm a stationary store. I'm going to buy a lot of pens. I hope these pens sell. Uh, if you're <laughs> buying a plant that you need to care for and love, and the longer that you keep it, like, you know, the more work you've done. Yeah. And so it's more than just the cost of buying the thing. It's like, how long has it been on the counter? So it, wh- how how do you think, like, what is the, do you have backgrounds in this type of business? Uh, yeah. Or, yeah. yeah, we both have previously worked in plants and florals. Okay. Um, I have worked in the like houseplant industry for about four years, so a couple years before like Palm and Pine kind of got started. Um, I will speak to that though of stocking living inventory and mm. how incredibly different it is than like a standard retail space. Um, we and we're so small. Like the way that we think about living inventory is just it's so much it's like i really don't want anything to sit here for longer than about 10 days so Mm. we flip plants generally in a week like that's my goal is to like stock in a way that we are constantly everything is fresh and new to lower our labor of taking care of plants because a lot of time (laughs) so we it's a really like kind of a nuanced thing to do that and know like what's going to sell merchandise it in a way that makes sense um, plants are all different shapes and sizes so like creating a space with plants every week while you're getting new <laughs> stock in and everything's different it's sometimes just multiple like, times a week sometimes two three times a week if we're really never, busy like it's just we're constantly like remerching every day <laughs> which is ironically our favorite thing to do we love that's it. actually how it's we became fun. really good friends <laughs> yeah um we both like <laughs> redesigning spaces, spaces yeah. and the first time we hung out like alone like yeah. at your house yeah we just moved everything and we were like oh my god somebody else loves moving everything <laughs> we work really seamlessly it's like we get into this like flow state 
who yeah. are setting up the shop that I've never experienced with another person. No, like it's really fun. It's a really special thing and hard to find someone who compliments like your aesthetic and your eyes really in a way. And I feel like we do that really so well true. for each other. That, that's Which that, is cool. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's really hard and it does sound really special. I, I you mentioned how it's not just floral. So are you also like building things or, or like uh, miter saws and like is wood getting cut? What When you think about spaces, like what, how do I, how should I interpret more than plants? Uh, yes. And yes. And more on that. But yeah, we probably would, if we had a wood shop, we would build stuff. I also married a carpenter. So, you know, it's pretty he easy to out draw out a design <laughs> and then he'll make it like really fucking good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. we benefit. The dream one day would be to employ him constantly and build really sick things. Mm-hmm. The dream would be to have a whole team. Yeah, like have a prop team essentially. Ugh. Like yeah. that's you know that's so far down the line. But like when you think about in set storage, building like sets and staging stuff, like you really you have to delineate that labor. Like we right now do everything ourselves, and it's like. <laughs> We're just like underwater constantly. <laughs> like I feel like I'm just swimming, and I'm like, oh, I think I breathed up water. Yeah, yeah, for like a minute, and then I'm like, I'm yeah. just like, can't. It's hard. But so, so your six cool. days <laughs> of open retail is is just is it just the two of you splitting that? We have one employee now. We um, just recently. We just recently were able to bring a really good friend of ours on for one day a week. Wow. Um, and it's it's been an. an it's great. She's an angel. She's an angel. Her name's Audrey. Audrey's great. Shout out uh, to Audrey. I mean, that, shout that out seems to like a, it seems like a huge, <laughs> huge milestone. Even if it's just one day a week, even if it's just yeah. like a single shift, that's that's like one moment where you potentially don't have to doggy paddle as hard, and you can think about totally. other things. We can catch our breath. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just like we're both so visionary that we're constantly like eight months to Mm. a year and a half ahead of where we are right now. So like, we are already thinking about like, Hey, fall (laughs) of 2022, like, I think we should do this. And so let's think about like the steps we need to get there Mm. and like proposals that we need to write or like money that we need Mm -hmm. to find out of the air (laughs) to find these very, very, very Very specific specific things. things. (laughs) So we can create this very specific vibe. A little bubble. Yeah. (laughs) So I, I love that. And admittedly, that is not how my, my brain works is, um, you know, before Sarah, so my wife, Sarah, uh, before her, like I couldn't think really a week in advance or even often days in advance. And like, I just planted in our little yard, I planted these fruit trees that, you know, I'm like, I, they might, like, they might not be a thing for years. Like, you know, I don't know. Oh, you, yeah. You need like five years. You know what I mean? Like, I, so like, oh. <laughs> So I'm like, what is, what is, who am I now that I'm thinking five years in advance to, uh, and I don't know, I don't know what it's like. Literally. (laughs) True. Uh, And I, and so to think seasonally, to think about, uh, to think about what you want for fall or winter of this year and to know that it probably, I I don't know, but I imagine it already needs to be in the ground. Like it needs to be growing somewhere (laughs) for you to have it. It Maybe years ago it needed to start growing. So like those are very particular uh, constraints for a business. And I'm fascinated by, are you doing any like uh, 
arrangements where you're like cutting uh, flowers? Is that your space as well or no? We don't do no, flowers. Okay. We don't. We um, could, but we don't. This we could. Too much. There's so many it's things I game. feel like. Yeah, we've had to really get really specific this year. I feel like I have like looked really hard at like the services we offer mm-hmm. and like what we do and like what the like energy output is and what we get back. And I didn't think that we'd be doing that so quickly. Like we're just a year old and I feel like we're already like having to fine tune things and be like, actually we don't do that. We don't do that. Like we can't where, yeah. you know, you start off and you want to be like, sure, I'll do everything for you. Like yeah. just, just like me and like, like my business and we just want to get our footing and yeah. we can do anything you want. We can do anything. We yeah. really can. But having to be like, actually we don't do that. That's been a big thing that I've had to get used to this year of like no we don't and here I'll refer you to someone who does that specifically and thankfully we know a lot of great people in town that's so true do things that I would love to give referrals to that's the place to be I mean that's a very powerful place to be as well uh in so much as um uh, there's a there's a special part of someone's brain that you sit in when you can Tell them no, point them to the person who would do it, and then say, but this is exactly what I do. I, I think that that's even better than saying yes and sort yeah, of doing absolutely. it. You know, like in terms yes. of and I, yeah. we are experts and we are the best at this thing, or this is specifically where we live uh, and, and we don't leave it. That's that's powerful. I love saying yes. I'm a, I'm a yes type, <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm with you on being able to say no. And I was only, well, I wasn't only, but I was asking because I think that that industry, that particular job is like the craziest job. You talk about having like a short memory, right? Like you're, you're making art that is a hundred percent going to be dead in like four days. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like gone, not even. And so like how you, know, you can't really be a perfectionist. It seems when you're cut, when you're killing a thing. And handing it over to someone else. I mean, you. Sure. I'm sure that they are. Uh, but yeah. at the same time, it's like, it's such a fleeting <laughs> yeah. thing. And there's very yeah. few arts that are like it in my, totally. in my appraisal. Um, interesting. Okay. So, growing plants, not cutting plants. Uh, when thinking <laughs> about... So, has this always been uh, like events, spaces, plants? Has this always been part of your passions? Yes. Oh, yeah. I well, I, I actually, plants are not on my list, but all the other things are, ironically. Yeah. You, yeah. Lindsay, yeah. So that, that was Lindsay. Was, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, that was Lindsay. me. <laughs> well, tell them what your, yeah, what, so, yeah, what are, your background a little bit. <laughs> oh, tell them. Tell them, Lindsay. <laughs> well, mine is really an art and design stuff. Okay. So, um, and event planning, actually, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then I met Megan through a weird tunnel of all of those things and then you were like plants and you yeah. you were so good at plants yeah. she taught me everything i know actually i got yeah i got into plants like indoor i used to farm and stuff and like when i was in my early 20s and that was like really not for me i have so much respect for people who do that work because it is the hardest thing the most like break your body work <laughs> it, it seems to be unrelenting it, it, it does not seem the work does not seem to stop yeah, you really gotta love it, I think, to do that for your, like, Wait, How long did you do it for? Just, I just worked for a season. Wow. Um, and then, yeah, but I, like, when we met, I was, like, 
into plants and knew that I kind of wanted to do something with plants and was sort of like building a little bit of like a personal brand, not really knowing what I was doing. I've worked in the service industry for like 15 years. So I was always like, that was my bread and butter. And then trying to like create something on the side, which is what everyone in Asheville is always trying to do because (laughs) what you have to do in order to live here and make it work. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, we both like definitely are on the same page as far as like wanting to create spaces, wanting to like host parties. Like that's a big mm-hmm. thing for us. Like we're we want to like create a bubble for you to walk into and yeah. have like a really vibed experience, a really nice time, really nice time. Yeah, that's the whole. Yeah. And so that's a great. I mean, we're talking about vibes and uh, events. Right, so I imagine that <laughs> side of the business might have taken a immediate pause when you first got yeah. your, uh, uh, I'll call it brick and mortar. Yeah, and oh yeah, man, thank all the gods. Actually, like, we weren't ready. No, we couldn't. What would we have done? Yeah, we would have had like one giant party, and then like I don't know. Yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> COVID was really a save. Like we benefited from that circumstance in a lot of ways Mm -hmm. but we did like we initially were we got in here and we were like okay well these are like we had a whole calendar planned out for like last summer of we're gonna do this we're gonna do this and then we just had to hit the pause button on all of that and I'm we're both really glad that we were able to like build our brand a little bit more and have people know us Mm -hmm. a little bit more before Mm -hmm. we begin to like introduce the parties and like the I feel like we're slowly, like, (laughs) we're always slowly testing people. Like, we started out really, like, safe in a way of, like, hey, plants, yay. And now it's just, like, as it grows and as people, like, (laughs) develop trust, honestly, for us. Because that's the whole thing. And friendships. We've met so many wonderful people. So many good people. As we've, like, built a little community from this, now we're like, okay, we can kind of go a little harder and show you like a little bit more of what we can do and what we want to do. Cause we're definitely still like baseline. Like this is nowhere near what we both aspire to do. Yeah. You know, sure. Gotta so, keep building. So to, to put <laughs> words on it, am I, am I right or directionally right when I say that COVID uh, it kind of forced that you walked before you ran or crawled before oh. you walked? Like, is that's that about it, right? Being, right. So, yeah. So, which is, I think that's something that folk. I'm getting a sense that we are more alike than we <laughs> are different. In so much as, like, I also would would line up as like visionary thinking, right? Like, I see futures. I don't think about months or years ahead. I think about like right now. This could be what it looks like. Um, and I don't necessarily yet, I am a plant dad now, but I don't, I don't know a lot. So like, those are the differences, but otherwise, like I have tons of ideas and passions and curiosities and all these things and often taking all of them on at the exact same time does not serve any of them. (laughs) And so having some sort of a parameter like, Hey, actually, yeah, events aren't going to happen for the next 18 months. Uh, could be a gift and it sounds like it has been totally yeah and being forced to uh honestly not meet people in person but like create a very specific type of relationship with them online which Mm -hmm. megan has done seamlessly she is so good at it everybody (laughs) bow down to megan and her instagram skills because i never seen anybody do it as well as her (laughs) 
we made so many friends that way. And it's so yeah. fun to meet people when they come in and they're like, oh my God, I've been following you guys. Like, I know you, you we know me. You. And we're like, oh my God, but we do. Because you've got the vibe. And it's just <laughs> yeah. so nice. It is the cool thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think, I think it also, like, COVID, it was, it, I think it accelerated our growth. Like, it made us stop and pause and then also yeah. accelerated our growth like simultaneously well it also put spotlights on people who were changing and growing and doing things differently and like trying new models of things and trying to still like keep it fun and easy and like we immediately started delivering plants to people's doorsteps like zero contact you know like leave it on the porch kind of thing yeah. and um people really responded to that i think like being at home people the plant business in general had a boom I had that to was have a good very year. helpful oh i the mean, industry was crazy people are plant year. daddies now that yeah. were not daddies before people needed to deck out their home offices i think also yeah. like everybody was just seeking like joy life and like some little tiny pocket of light and yeah. hope to hold on to and like plants really offer that so having like a plant delivered to your home in a really like traumatic and stressful time people just like i think that's kind of what folks needed in a lot of ways like we've gotten a lot of that feedback of just like that really made my quarantine like i was just like looking forward to that one day a week i would get my like a little happy in the mail and watching it grow like popping out a new leaf and a new stem and you're like time is moving things are growing not everything is gonna suck In the year 2014, I cut my hand open trying to do something fancy and open a bottle of beer. That little cut happened 3 o'clock in the morning. My only option was to go to a hospital in New York City. That quick trip got me four or five stitches. Those five stitches cost me about $1,000 each, maybe a little more. I paid off that hospital visit for years and it made me never want to go to a hospital again. And so when we heard about Range Urgent Care in Asheville, who has a very convenient uh, model once that says, show up anytime, book ahead of time, and you will be seen when we say that we would see you. Uh, they do virtual visits, they do home visits, and they have a pricing model that is consistent, 149 every time you come in. And you can go in for anything that's not proper emergency care, 149 every single visit for x-rays, for stitches for uh, a checkup. You can you can go and not have to mortgage your home to pay off the treatment. How about that? Sounds amazing. Where would you go to learn more about this? You'd go to makingitinashville.com forward slash range. We have links to a number of range subscription options. I subscribe to a single person's uh, subscription plan cost me $30 a month and I love it. It gives me peace of mind. And I know that I will not go bankrupt if I ever cut my hand in the middle of the night trying to open up a bottle of beer. Rangeurgentcare.com or making it in Asheville.com forward slash range to learn more about these plans. (laughs) I I think there is something very like profound and though it's funny and and true like i think there's something very profound in the idea that uh service is one of the ways out and through like 
sadness and, and hard times. And even if the service is to this little itty plant, like a little succulent that you just, <laughs> yeah. you know, like you're going to take care of. And for a couple of minutes, yeah. like you're not thinking about other stuff. You're thinking about this little baby succulent. Yeah. Um, yeah. There is something really strong and powerful in there. And I can, I am starting to, uh, you know, be seduced by the good vibes of taking care of plants. So, so, uh, this is, I don't know if this is something I read once was that every room, uh, needs a living thing. Do you think that that is yes. fair? A hundred percent. Yes. Okay. Oh yeah. Uh, at least one. At least one. It doesn't one. take much. And, yeah. and what, what should people think about? Like, so maybe not, maybe, uh, design spaces or thinking about spaces or thinking about plants. Like what, what are, what are, do you have any rules? Do you have any guidelines? Do you, what are thoughts that uh, a, a novice like me, uh, we might think of when we think of, all right, I'm going to buy a thing and try and keep it alive. Um, well, we here at Palma Pine like to start with, um, easy plants for people, especially beginners. And mm. yeah, so like a pothos or a sansevieria or a ZZ plant start there based on your lighting or like how often you think you can physically capably handle watering a plant mm. like once a month three yeah. times a week like what once kind of a person month's an are option you? is that like a cactus yeah. what is a once oh a month God, cactus yeah. a cactus is one of them snake plants you can water once a month there's a lot of like i think it's interesting because i've worked in like the house plant field for a <laughs> while that like i you know watch trends and mm. i've had to like explain to people that we're just, we're not a rare plant shop. I'm not a rare plant collector. Like, I don't care about plants in that way where I want to, like, have my little station and my heat lamp. Like, we're more here to allow people, like, a little bit, like, of grace within, like, taking care of plants. Like, you can keep a plant alive. Just get something easy and put it in the corner of your house. Like, anybody can do it. It doesn't have to be this, like, unattainable really like nuanced thing which is kind of what like the internet world will tell you about plants they're all like you you know there's a lot of like weird shaming within plant cult like houseplant culture i will say yeah i didn't expect that <laughs> it's really in. i don't it's know weird. but we get that you know people will be like oh you guys you don't carry like these rare plants or whatever and i'm really quick to just be like that's just not our vibe like we want everybody to have plants we want if you want to only keep yeah. those plants and you want to have 17 of them because that's what you can keep alive and that's what makes you happy and that's what infuses your space with life and joy then like do that like, that is don't just as... don't think that you need to get some sort of rare yeah. hard to care for ficus that's ultimately going to die and then you're going to be like i can't do this you know, so, you so I just I just confidence. googled a, a pothos plant for those of us who yeah. it didn't mean anything, and I'm getting uh, I'm getting like a, a hanging uh, vine that grows down type of an energy, yeah. and, and those yeah. are yeah, you see them trendy. a lot. Yeah, you see, you, you've you, probably oh yeah, you've probably seen it at the grocery store oh, for sure. at your grandma's house for sure. P P pothos, okay, mm -hmm. cool. It's pothos. a beautiful. It's a handsome little, and then uh, you know the little vines yeah. will shoot out and. Can, can they grow forever? They grow Do you meant fast? to trim them? Oh my god! 
So I mean, you can print it if you, you want. Can do what, yeah, you can do anything. whatever you want. You can, you can hang them, them all over the walls. You can train them vertically. Like, oh, where? Yeah. They're called, put them on a pole. Yeah, they're called devil's ivy. Like, where they grow natively, they're, like, a really super invasive plant. If that gives you any idea of, like, what their growth pattern is. So like, they can like, just, they will, they'll just grow. They can inhabit, like, any space. Like, they're super drought tolerant. Like, mm. they just Very don't tropical. care. They'll just, like... They're all over Miami. Yeah. Oh my God. And their leaves get huge. Yeah. They get really big. Just like in the fucking weed in the yard. People (laughs) hate them down there. Like same with San Zephyria. Yeah. That people are always trying to get that shit out of their yards. (laughs) It's us with like, you know, kudzu or like, you know, any like invasive Mm -hmm. plant is is problematic, but in your house you can keep it in a container but it will still grow like super prolifically uh-huh. so and very it, fast is, yes. is sansevieria snake plant am i right on that or are they just yeah. similar googling. i am yeah. i'm googling oh, it's no. the same sansevieria is like the the scientific name yeah. okay. snake plant is just what they're commonly called commonly yeah cool yeah <laughs> So those are those do seem like two very common plants, and I do hear. I think I have. Nope, that's not a snake plant. Uh, but I've I've had a snake plant. I think I've killed it. Uh, but it does seem like those would be pretty resilient uh, plants, and it does seem like a great place to start. Do it, this is a kind of implied, but are, are all of the plants that you're thinking about indoor plants, house plants? Yes, yes. We only carry indoor stuff. I mean. You could put any of these plants out on your patio in mm. our zone, like for probably four to five months out of the year. Um, in the summer, yeah, in the spring, spring and summer, May through September, really is like you're in the clear. Um, My yeah, mom has a lot of these plants. in Houston all year round. Yeah, so you know if you live further south, you know, humid, tropical. Yeah. But yeah, mostly we carry mostly tropicals. We do carry some arid plants, but. Tropicals are more like where my knowledge base is. Um, so I feel better about offering like tropicals. I don't know like cactus species. Mm. Like I'm just like, I know like five. Mm. <laughs> it's a whole Why separate has been learning world. world. My yeah. carpenter husband is a, he's a cactus man. He's and, a cactus um, daddy. <laughs> oh, he's a cactus daddy. He actually will like go to the Lowe's the other day. He was like, this is a arbitrarious stuff. I was like, damn. He knows all the names. He's doing it. It's a whole, so maybe it's we'll a whole separate them. thing. Yes. Yeah. Um, I just yeah. want to yeah, give Wyatt a quick shout out. What a perfect name <laughs> for a cactus guy. Like, like White a, Earth, White the Earth. cactus daddy. He's yes. the cactus cowboy. Dude, I mean that's you can't draw it up he better is, than that. He is also a country singer. You can find him on uh, yes. Nothing right now. Nothing. Someday soon, <laughs> hopefully. That also makes sense. I'm not saying that it's it's like he's like a, a movie character. We need to see that he actually exists. I'm trust that he does. Uh, but it do, it does sound. It does sound like almost too good to be true. Carpenter, cactus guy, <laughs> country singer named Wyatt Earth. Love Wyatt it. Earth, yes. Uh, he is too good to be true. I love He's it. pretty great. Well, yeah. shout out, uh, Wyatt. Now, uh, to, I, I guess, to think about plants, to think about spaces, how do you, I mean, what is, what would the event world look like in, in a, in a post COVID 2021, 2022, are we thinking about going to your space or you getting hired out to, to, you know, facilitate the upfitting of a otherwise okay space? How should we think about events outside of plants? Well, 
our space is really tiny. Yeah, we mm-hmm. can't really do anything here. Our ideal would be renting out a space and hosting something in, like, a large space. Yeah. <laughs> it would uh, still be cool to do something outside. That's something we were kind of, like, toying with uh, through COVID. Like, yeah, how do we yeah. have, like, an outdoor party? It's a lot. It's, it, yeah, we couldn't figure it out, obviously, in, this year. But, yeah, yeah, something, like, in a warehouse or gallery kind of space or um yeah outside. there used to be a lot of spaces like that in nashville and unfortunately like a lot of them are no longer just like there used to just be a lot of really cool like abandoned warehouses that are now now it's all like where the foundation area mm-hmm. is. Arts district where it's coffee um so it's tricky like we've i've tried to think about like spaces where we could do what we want to do and it's a little uh gonna be tricky <laughs> to find the right spot but that we're thinking like spring of next year is probably when that will start so about a year or so from now uh, um, i like i like that as a timeline uh yeah. I, I i hedge towards conservative <laughs> whenever possible with uh post 2020 when in doubt uh let's push it out a couple months <laughs> i know yeah. i'm like it'll probably i feel like we've had to do that too just being like more realistic about the amount of time that it takes us to do things because mm. we get really excited and we egg each other on and then we're like and then we're like oh and then we can do this and then we can do this and then we get like all hype about That's it so true. and we get like kind of psychotic <laughs> and then we're just like and then we're like oh no we told people we were gonna do this in three days and like now we have to like launch this thing or like really quickly like do all of this yeah. labor in a really consolidated or <laughs> or in an incredible opportunity will show up and you just have to say yes you just have to do it yeah, yeah. we have yeah, we have something coming up that we can't, like, talk about quite yet. We'll be able to talk about it in a couple of weeks. But um, that we were offered, like, at the beginning of April that we need to have, like, completed May 1st. That's in a place not close to Asheville. <laughs> Which so, is super exciting. It's very but... exciting. It's, like, exactly what we want to do. But it added this whole extra, like, workload. It's like the universe is just like, are you sure you want to do this? Do you want to do this? Are you sure? keep piling on and like, we're like yes. we're like we can do it and we're doing it we're doing it yeah i <laughs> we'll love figure it. it out but <laughs> what what have been if you can what have been some of those figure out type uh maybe bullet points or standout moments in the last year or you know a little over a year of of running palm and pine is it like you know uh online payments going from a website to an e-commerce i i'm giving options but there are way more than that Uh, what things have you you feel like you've solved for or or gotten closer to that you weren't expecting yeah i mean i guess i feel like every aspect like just when you were talking about like e-commerce stuff like the website design we have so many ideas can't find the time to do it Mm. yeah what what is your website built on uh, Squarespace. Great. Which is not great for e-commerce. No. It's, it's great for realized. speed. It's great for simplicity. But it's uh, you're, you're yeah. right. It's, it's not the e-commerce platform. It's like no. um, yoga no, no, instructor, no. Zero, to, zero to one real fast. Like I have yeah. a personal brand. Perfect website for that. Uh, once you start oh, right. doing commerce at scale, it's it's it breaks a little bit. I've heard Shopify is really good. That, but their platform for designing was really difficult. 
to work with. I could not figure it out. And I liked Canva because their platform was beautiful. Canvas uh highly recommend if you just want to build a beautiful website if mm. not like it's like an art driven like people just have like portfolios for yeah, the most part maybe like there, a t-shirt or like a book you know yeah mm-hmm. or art really yeah uh, shopify is the choice for yeah. e-commerce first but to your point you are you're playing with some pretty hard like walls and boundaries as to what is editable yeah. and what is not and it's going to look and feel pretty much like this and then you get to choose color <laughs> you know yeah i feel yeah, like, like they that. do that on- yeah they're like no you have to hire somebody and i don't like that yeah we do we do it all ourselves yeah <laughs> so when you say like what have you figured out it's been like a, kind like of every thing. detail like every system and i think the yeah. biggest like lesson i've learned is like how honestly to just like manage like whenever i'm feeling stressed i'm like where can i eliminate pressure like where can i what fire do i put out right now yeah like how can i um just like take the pressure off Mm -hmm. um that's maybe been the biggest lesson and it is starting to like the answer is like hiring out so Mm -hmm. like hiring audrey um we have a delivery driver now for our plant club which is a huge thing because that's just like you know we used to also drive the plants everywhere yeah um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, and like we may start actually like printing zines at like the Kinkos instead of by ourselves in the back on our one little printer. Yeah. Stuff like that. But things too, like we, like we have so much equipment and so many things. Like we have a screen printing setup, but we just like, don't have the space. <laughs> we to, don't have the literal space. We to literally don't up. have the space. And then we were like block printing merch for a minute because <laughs> we just like we like to keep things pretty like DIY, like yeah. you know, true to who we are. And it's not very always... thought out. Like this is how we want it. Yeah, it's expensive to have other people do it if you're totally. designing stuff very specifically. And yeah. yeah. So I guess like just getting systems in place and then also recognizing like what needs to be kind of tabled. That's what I was going to say, picking and choosing like what is more important, what is going to like put the most uh, life and vibe out there and like keep us going. What's the right thing to do at the right time? Mm, Timing is everything. That's so true. A lot of great. (laughs) a lot of great moments in that i i heard the two that particularly are speaking to me is this idea of managing pressure and so and i liked it because it didn't say like how do i get rid of pressure it doesn't seem like that's possible as a business owner but how do you manage it right like life as a living person right yeah Yeah, as exactly as a human how is it possible so uh when, when thinking about managing pressure um is it as simple as, you know, the, somebody or another says, like, the four Ds, do, decide, delegate, delay, delete, mm-hmm. five Ds. Right? My daughter's name is Dee Dee. The seven Ds and Dee Dee. When it comes to relieving pressure, is it as simple as, like, trying to get things off your plate or are you finding a yoga practice are you working on breath work are you getting back and hanging out with plants like what is your 
Yeah, I wish. We talk about that all the time. Like, we need to get back into yoga. My back hurts. My back hurts. I don't breathe. I'm like lifting like 120 pound like trees. I'm like, this can't be great. Mm. Um, I, I honestly think from the way that my brain works, I have, it's like, I can't do those like self-care things mm. until I've first gone through mm. and like delayed something which put out some fires yeah been like okay i'm stressed because i have this deadline that was really unrealistic and so i'm going to communicate with this person and be really honest and set a more realistic timeline and over time from doing that i've realized now that like when i think something like a project or an install is going to take me three weeks it's probably going to take six to seven like i just Mm. double and i'm like this i'll have it done in six weeks and that's just like a reality and people like are fine with that I realized that I put pressure on myself unnecessarily so a lot of my pressure management is recognizing whether I'm creating that pressure or if it's coming from someplace externally um if it's really a person stressing me out or if I'm stressing myself out about a project that I don't fucking need to stress out about <laughs> well I think that there's there's some serious work that can be done in that because I I I have mentors who would say no person in the world can stress you out. It's just how you're thinking about it. Exactly. Right. And so, yeah. so there's, there's that. And I think that you're onto something. There's a powerful, I'll call it distinction that I've, I've been working to, to learn and to live into. And the idea that, you know, you, you make an agreement uh, and agreements and expectations are different things. You might have an expectation. Your, your client might have an expectation but that doesn't mean anything until there's an agreement. And if you agree that it's going to be done in three weeks and you recognize that it no longer will, all you have to do is talk about it and create a new agreement. And so yeah. communication yeah. is huge. the superpower. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that's been a huge thing because I always think that everyone's going to be mad at me, <laughs> which is my own you know, shit that is on me that has nothing to do with people that I'm working with. It's like my own internal process right? and being able to like recognize that really quickly and then be like, okay, this is why I'm feeling stressed. This is where the, the pressure is, is coming from. So I'm just going to like deal with it right now, communicate with this person or just like take something, you know, off my plate that I could delegate to someone else, not delegation is a huge thing and it's really difficult being you know both being people who are like creators and wanting Mm. things done a really specific way and being and holding it preciously and being scared to like release control a little bit Mm -hmm. and being like and having that trust that whoever you're delegating it to is going to be able to complete that project yeah um it's a tricky thing and it's hard to find the right people to delegate Mm -hmm. to and the work people that we communicate do. well yeah and, yeah yeah and a lot of it is intuition people who have like just strong yeah totally yeah, yeah. i was gonna say t- like on the self-care thing mine is really all about sleep yeah um, and uh i'll just sleep like a cat if i can and th- i just have to do it and i used to beat myself up like oh you're lazy you know that kind of thing uh i, I just try really hard not to know i just like sleep yeah. and keeping my body like moving i should be doing a lot more like stretching mm-hmm. like a cat yeah <laughs> just more loose and breathing more drinking water all that stuff because when i do it's better but yeah i if i'm in a kind of a, a mellow mode i can conduct 
the energy around me much easier. It takes a lot less energy. And that's what I want to do. And it's easier to help other people feel that vibe when I'm emitting it strongly. Totally. That was a big thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was just going to say, I was a massage therapist. I forgot to also mention that for like 15 years. Wow. um, I worked in a lot of high-end spas. And I find myself sometimes like running the shop. But I'm like doing my spa things, like talking to people a very specific like spa way, like tricking them into relaxing kind of thing. <laughs> but if I'm stressed out, I can't do it. Oh. <laughs> Talk to, uh, for, so A, I, I love that. I do think sleep is, um, I, I'm, I'm personally going through a little bit of sleep renaissance. I used to not do a lot of good uh, pre-sleep habits and I used to not mm-hmm. necessarily sleep much more than six hours or maybe less. Uh, and I'm mm-hmm. starting to believe that eight and sometimes more is the actual yeah. target that I need. And I never thought that that was I like true. nine. Yeah. Yeah. Nine is a good one. Nine's a, nine's a great one. Yeah. And I, uh, yeah. I would have said we'll overfill your cup. Yeah, exactly. No, waterfall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little so, extra in there. <laughs> yeah. And I, I love that. Top. I have a, so another mentor has a saying that, uh, right. When, if you are giving of yourself, and you're, you're uh, definitely the two of you are. If you're giving of yourself, you don't want to give from your cup. You want to give from the saucer, right? Like you want to overflow your cup and serve people from your saucer, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which I think is a really like real. uh, strong metaphor. And like I can visually see it. And I'm like, okay, yeah, overflow your cup. You need to you need to spend time on you so that you can give more. Uh, so I, I love all of that. I'm fascinated and very curious as to spa language that calms people. Are there specifics? Well, I mean, the language itself, like the English language of it is like very polite and mm. like, you know, professional, but you're also about to touch their naked body. So it's very friendly, of mm. course. Um, very inviting kind of, uh, but not, you can't be too sexy. Yeah. Yeah. I can be, I can be sexier here, which mm. I like. You know, I don't have to wear scrubs. <laughs> Tone it down. <laughs> but um, it, it's more of a vibe language. It's very warm, very comforting, inviting, and yeah, you, you, healing. You create a, a sp- the energy in the room, and people will f- meet it and match it and, and kind of read it. Yeah. And so will the plants. And yeah. actually, they do. They do most of the work. Let's yeah. be honest. It's a huge thing. I think like speaking to like what Lindsay was saying about needing to take care of herself so that she can show up here like we really can't show up to this space half-assed it's such a vibe that is so there's so much energy that we put into it every day and people pick up on that and I can like if I feel like it's if I'm slightly off or I feel like the vibe is slightly off I feel like we're doing people a disservice Mm -hmm. and it really is like it's a really like specific capsule i do i feel sorry yeah i'm like oh my god i'm stressed about this project or this deadline and so i'm not giving people what they came here to experience because people come here to like really like have a moment (laughs) and i would like to create more yeah Yeah. on that same note i would like to create more like if we ever have a bigger space or an opportunity to do other types of things not just like parties but yeah. Uh, yeah making little like bubbles interactive in the spaces like we really a big shop yeah be like cool. experiential yeah. like uh, have a have a spa moment sit here totally your plants they're gonna, they're gonna listen 
Yeah, doing like experiential installations is a big part of like yeah. our future aspirations of like creating interactive, you know, experiences with our primary medium being plants. Yeah. Um, and it really does. specific materials yeah. that we like to work with. Um, I used yeah. to design rooms and stuff. Like, I guess I did a few professionally actually, but I, it's hard for me to think of myself as like, I was never a professional interior designer, but I would love to be. Mm. Um, I didn't want to go to school for that. I just went to regular old art school anyway. But, um, that was one of the things that I realized, like doing rooms and stuff. Like I grew up in a household. My mom is a plant person. And, um, I always felt like there was something missing and I would try plants. I don't know. It was hard. I didn't understand like how you take care of, they're all different. I don't know. And, um, uh, that was the missing piece. Like yeah. every room, just like you said earlier, mm. every life. room needs one. And we like we create so that life. in a lot of ways through like you know we use a lot of rainbow prisms in here. Like we use a lot of reflective glass. Like we mm. use the, the ways that like materials are like exist in this space is super intentional. And I think people don't always pick up on that. But like if we were to change it, you would. You know, and there's yeah, like that's a true. lot of things that like reflect light that bring light that like bounce um and that's a super yeah. important part of like the way that we design and build things in feng shui they're the five uh, major elements that i mean they have it mapped out like specific which spot each thing should go but if you just want to do it really basic and simple every single room should have all five of the elements which is uh water air earth um metal and wood so does air look like a window? It's like balanced. Air could be like a fan or um, something moving, a wind chime, mm. um, something like a, a sheer curtain, something that has that feeling of air. Got it. So there, yeah. there's some sort of movement that is yeah. happening. Got it. Or like, like you could paint the walls white. That would be an air. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's not how my brain works, and I love it. I, I, I think you know, like it's, I, it doesn't have to. It's a, uh, uh, you already figured it all out. <laughs> Ancient times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you can just uh, that's the piece of the puzzle. You figured it out. Just, they already did. YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> Google. Cool. Uh, yeah, YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, it, it is so simple. It can be so simplified, you know. And yeah. it is like it's all energetic. And it's and intention. It's intention yeah. and it's energetics and like plants are so energetic. Like they energetic, they like, you know, they have intelligence, they have movement, like mm. there's life there. And, yeah. you know, I think people can feel that in this space because we are really careful to select like super healthy plants. Like I hand select every plant that we carry because I'm like that bitch, you know, <laughs> I'm like, I have to put my she hands does. on every single plant. She'll barely let me pick out the plants. I'm that's like, real. that's my control thing that I <laughs> <laughs> she's really good at it though like why I'm really would I? specific and like i feel like my eyes are really over you know years of working with plants my eyes are really in tuned with like i can spot stuff in plants like if something is not rooted properly or i can tell that like there's some sort of like chlorosis going on or there's like a potential bug issue mm. and but that's the big thing people always come in here and they're like wow these plants are so vibrant yeah. and it's it is something that we put a lot of time and care into You might have heard Range Urgent Care on our podcast. Husband and wife team lives right here in Asheville, building a better urgent care 
model. What are they doing? They're making scheduling seamless and straightforward and honest when they say they'll see you at 4 p.m. You'll be seen at 4 p.m. They make pricing straightforward as well. $149 a visit or less if you subscribe to an annual subscription, which I do. It costs me $30 a month, and I love the peace of mind. But not just that. You don't just get to go in person. You can do virtual visits uh, over your computer or over your phone, and they'll even come to you. They'll do home visits. And to me, I mean, it seems like a absolute no-brainer. You can bring, they have family plans, they have business plans. To me, it's a peace of mind thing. It, it makes me feel confident and comfortable knowing that I can see range uh, in my subscription a number of times a year, and it's built into my, my plan. I will not be surprised by a crazy cost, and it is covered by most major insurance policies. So if you haven't heard of Range Urgent Care, I welcome you to check out that episode with the power couple that runs it. You can check out makingitinashville.com forward slash range makingitinashville.com forward slash range to read more about these subscription options and get links to the range website using our link or using our discount code of making it in Asheville will get you a free month in an annual subscription. Again, range urgent care. You can say that we sent you or visit makingitinashville.com forward slash range. So yeah. I, I don't think it's possible for a listener to hear you answer this next question and <laughs> ch- steal, you, you know, your profession. <laughs> but like, what are you said? Chlorosis and bugs. What are some of the the tells that you're looking for? And I imagine a supermarket yeah. plant is probably not the healthiest plant. But like, what if I'm totally. looking at a plant? What what might I want to check for? Yeah. Um, well, you always want to check for bugs. That's a huge thing. And a lot of that requires like looking on the underside of leaves because mm. typically like a lot of infestations will occur along like the spines of the underside of a piece of foliage. Um, as far as like something being chlorotic, typically it's going to have discolored leaves. So things might be like a little bit yellow. Um, the way that a plant yellows is indicative of like the soil health essentially so like the way the ph is balanced this way <laughs> looking at your plant it looks good from here it looks really good um and i always like you know the plant is doing something like people the most frequent question we get is like i haven't changed anything my plant was super healthy and now something's like it doesn't look as healthy and i'm watering it the same and it's getting the same amount of light and you always like want to typically check for like bugs it probably needs like fresh soil or food. Like it probably needs a little food mm. boost or it needs a bigger home. Like those are like the three things. Um, and yeah, we actually have a little uh, houseplant kerosene. That's mm. like a really so, so, so simplified, like common indicators mm. of, you know, Oh, my leaves are like the outside of them are turning brown. What does that mean? And like some, like key points of yeah. like it could mean one of these three things. Interesting. Do you think any going on to diagnose? Uh, are there any like uh gizmos and gadgets that are actually kind of cool? Like I constantly keep seeing these like ball tube stick glass, you know what I mean? Like yeah. are any of those <laughs> actually you know legit? Oh yeah. I mean there's a lot of stuff on the market like moisture meters um there's a lot of like self-watering kind of situations Mm. um you know like you can use sub irrigation in house plants 
so you don't overwater them or if you're going to leave them for a period of time or whatever. Um, there's a lot of like apps now available um, that you can like take a picture of your plant and it will diagnose it for you. I Have like, you found a good one? No, I've used a couple. I've had like people contact me from a few of them and have like checked them out, but I I find that they're usually like either overly simplified or like I just don't like the way that they're set up or formatted. Like it doesn't work for my brain. <laughs> um and I just kind of don't those things like don't I just don't really utilize them. Mm-hmm. It's not to say that they're not like super helpful and they could work for somebody. Like everybody's relationship mm-hmm. to their plants is different and to their life and whatever. Like everybody's different. So I think that those tools can be really helpful. Um, I don't utilize them. We do utilize some artificial lights in Palmetto Pine. That's something that like I have been really impressed with those. Yeah, yeah. plant lights. That's like one thing that I recommend to people. Um, if you have a space that's not super bright, like you can utilize artificial light and it will help your plant grow. And that's a really easy way. Um, is that just UV? Like what, what is a plant light? Yeah, there's something. It's something. <laughs> oh wait, sorry. You're breaking up a little bit. Yeah. Same. Oh, no, so, no. uh, oh. <laughs> All good. I just imagine that it's it's you know it's technology from another dimension and plants. It's eater. the lights. They're like, stop talking about. It. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You don't. I don't know. Oh, there are so many types of plant lights, yeah. and like it is a UV spectrum, and okay. there are a lot of people who know a lot about like whether you should use blue lights or red lights or like what um, combination of those mm. you should use based on your specific plants. That's not my wheelhouse. It's just not. Cool. I like I utilize plant lights. I find them helpful, um, but I don't like know the intricacies of like <laughs> the different <laughs> no, that, that all works the different for me. bulbs. Yeah, that that, that that works for me. There are <laughs> many. Cool. <laughs> Heard. Oh, the fifth season. Oh, fifth season. Yeah, fifth season is a great place in Asheville. It's a gardening center over beside the Whole Foods on Tunnel Road. Oh. Um, I always recommend people go there. They have like such a wide array of like amendments, soil, um, plant lights, all that kind of stuff. They know a lot. I feel like we, I might have been there once. Is it like on the far left hand side of a, yeah. of a park? Cool. And yeah, that was a, a, that was a beer on tap. Yeah, beer. Yeah. So I, I, I kind of thought it might have had a different name because it was like it had brewery stuff in the back. Yeah, they okay. do. Yeah, they have yeah. all of that stuff. Like, cool. Yeah, but they they know a lot. Um, Soltech is a company That's that amazing. I think makes really high quality plant lights, and I trust them. So. Great name, Sol- Soltech. Soltech. That's Soltech Solutions. <laughs> Dor- dorky, but very deliberate. Parasol, uh, the the sunglasses right. brand. For sun is what that means. Right. In Really, just genius. Yeah, like very literal, also fantastic. You know, it's right. cool in English. Italians are probably like, let me get those four sons. Those four, right. four sons. <laughs> Too literal. So uh, I, I, yeah. I love that. And thank you. For, we will link, we'll do our best to link to all of those uh, in, in the show notes of this page. A, uh, a transition quickly now to uh, the last little bits of this conversation, thinking about uh, the community of Asheville. So we have a word association, Asheville 
and community. What comes up for the two of you when you think about community and Asheville? I first see, think a uh, small town and uh, something I never had in my life. So it's pretty interesting to watch. You're from Houston. Did I hear that earlier? I grew up in Houston and then I lived in Austin for about uh, eight years. Wild. Yeah. So, yeah. So I, I, Texas cities. I, I hear you on small town. I think that it's crazy that Asheville is in the same sentences as like proper cities. Like this is, this seems just like a really big town to me. It is a really big town. Yeah. I've lived here for 13 years and like, it's crazy to me how like everybody honestly is like one person removed. Like it really stick around here. And like, I feel like I somehow know what everyone is doing. And I'm just like, how do I know? Like, why is this like (laughs) through COVID? I know it's wild. I'm just like, Oh yeah. That person, like Lindsay will mention somebody. I'm like, Oh yeah. Like six Mm -hmm. years ago we worked at this restaurant together. And then like, they live next door to that person and this, whatever, like that's just how Asheville is. Yeah. And I'm really grateful for that network. Like I know that there's no way I could have moved to a new city and opened this business and, had the like response that we've had to it if i hadn't lived here for as long as i've lived here absolutely um and i think like we have really created a little community around palm and pine which has been really cool to witness um and it's been from being like pretty vocal and pretty like upfront about who we are as people what we believe in like socially and culturally and politically and kind of not holding back on those things which it's just me, like, not knowing how else to exist. Like, I'm not going to hide. You know, we offer online presence, like, very transparently. Um, and I don't know how else to do it. <laughs> That's yeah. just, like, who we are, you know. And being a person who's lived here for a long time and recognizing, like, a lot of really complex, deep-seated issues that exist in this small city that, like you know problematic things that we all experience at some point um being like an active tenant of space now and owning a business in this town and having like a different voice within the community has been kind of cool i feel like i've like stepped into this different like aspect of community that i didn't really have before um like having all the time yeah it would there's no way it would have existed if you had not lived here also for 13 years yeah. yeah, and it's cool because I feel like it's now huge. we can actually, like, we can do things, like, things that I've always wanted to do for this community, in this community. Um, yeah. We have a little bit of a platform to do that now, whereas before, as, like, just a person, you know, bartending and waiting tables, you can just try to show up as best you can, but yeah. it's just that never-ending loop that it's hard to, like, do outreach or help people or, like, have any extra capital to offer mm. anything when you're just stuck in this perpetual you know cycle of struggle really which is what the majority of the residents of Asheville are stuck in and the living expenses here are out of control and they're getting worse and worse yeah I do I do hope yeah I'm hopeful like I see like more and more that I see young people like we're both in our 30s um and we have plenty of peers who are like starting projects or starting businesses and i'm hopeful that like the more that people you know who have similar values to us begin to occupy space in this town that's really what it's going to take like we need to be the people who are occupying space and who are 
you know, showing up in that way for this community. Huge shout out real quick to Different World and Ning Juniors about yeah. to open up. Like, I, I'm so excited. Yeah, there's people, like, finally, you know, having space and, and a voice in this town. Um, and so I'm hopeful that, like, the standard for a lot of the ways that, like, businesses operate in this town will you know, only grow. <laughs> and we can't survive without a community back. Yeah. Circling back. Uh, yeah. To do it all for each other, to keep on staying here so that we don't get pushed out is what it's going to have to take. Yeah. And it really does take, it takes a lot of community effort and a lot yeah. of like being, you know, being there for each other and like having that, you know, relationship really which is cool there are so many talented people here so yeah. if you can't do it and you have a friend like you'll you just got to keep doing it for each other yeah yeah here yeah. here <laughs> i uh i i i agree sarah and i got i feel very lucky showing up they you know six months seven months before a pandemic started and we happened to have a podcast idea which fast tracked this whole like friendship thing but i i I am i'm with you it is (laughs) you know people are like oh it's gonna be so much cheaper than brooklyn i was like i don't know like my rent is you know you know rent is about the same i just have a lot more square feet right so that's cool but like you know food is about the same same. (laughs) like i have a car i was like i can't afford to live here yeah like you know like all, all these things are you know not less expensive just about the same and so like what i what i what i chalked it up to is like i'm willing to pay a premium for my quality of life i think that i have i've like instantly had a higher quality of life because of like you know plant shops and cool people and people quitting kind of early and going to breweries and nature and mountains in the in the you know (laughs) the background but like we weren't necessarily saving money month to month i think we were spending about probably more like out of the yeah, gate yeah. and so that's hard you know and and i as a you know I have, I have some friends in town who affectionately call me a carpetbagger and i'm like aware of that you know reality that i came down from the north and i'm trying to you know move into the city and how how you, you mentioned being here for 13 years uh, enabled you to to really kind of step into palm and pine and make it a reality and i'm like i this is a particular platform and making it in Asheville uh, as someone who I still feel incredibly new. Like we had six months and then a year of a pandemic and we're beyond a year of a pandemic. And so like, you know, I got to see some faces for a handful of months and we did it faster than most people do. But like, I still feel very new. You know, I I feel like I'm, I'm, you know, it is, it's a, it's pretty weird. And, and so, you know, here's hoping for a future where we get to do in-person things again uh, and everyone yeah, have everyone feel comfortable doing it. I think we can do it now if you wanted to, but that's not necessarily the point. Um, yeah. But I, I'm, I'm hearing you on the excitement. I, I think that for as hard as it can be right now, there is also a reason to be hopeful, right? Totally. You, you look yeah. around and there, there are, people who really, really care, who are putting a lot of time in, and they're one degree from you. They're right there. You can support. You can be a part of it. That's true. That's very true. Totally. And I think that, you know, 
I think those changes are happening within Asheville um, on a really, you know, small undercurrent. Like, I can sense change. Um, and I think there's that... There's a lot of new people coming in, too. A lot of Brooklyn. There's a lot of We've new people. We've a lot we get, of y'all. We get people y'all are gonna run into each day. other. You're going to be like, I remember your face on the subway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every day we get um, who have just moved here and the majority of our clientele i'd say probably like honestly like probably 90 percent of our customers are local people which is like the goal you know mm. we created the space for Asheville. like we are in a neighborhood we're not right on haywood road we're mm. not right downtown so that just anybody can walk in like mm-hmm. if you want to come here you can find us and like we created it you know for our peers really and like wanted to have a space in Asheville that like really spoke to you know, the type of spaces that we want to see more of here. Yeah. Um, Safe, queer, joyful. Yeah. Yes. It's not a lot of it here, even though you'd think, you know, we have people coming here all the time and they're like, gosh, I like, was, are there other spaces in town I should come to that are, or go to that are like this? And we're kind of like, no, <laughs> like there's some, you know, there's a handful of places and friends that we have that own businesses, yeah. but like the majority of this town is, you know, honestly owned by like a small groups and that's the problem just you know something that i hope will ultimately change from the time towards tourism and geared towards tourism yeah and really like at a detriment of the city you can feel that too yeah it's at a detriment to people who live here and who have to try to make a living here um so yeah i'm hopeful that people who do move here and who are new here and who are like sinking into this community you know, are aware of it, like you're saying, and, like, recognize their their place in it and are on the right side of the, the teams, you know? <laughs> <laughs> are you ready to fight? <laughs> uh, <laughs> not, uh, not I don't know. Yeah. The bad ones, yeah. I love it. But you really have to, you got to show up here, you know? So, I always tell people they move mm-hmm. here and they're like, Asheville's so hard, like, I can't seems like I can't sink in and I tell people all the time I'm like look Asheville is this town it either like draws you in or it will spit you right the fuck back out like that's just how this place operates and like when I moved here like 60 people told me that exact thing and it's yeah. true it's real tr- it's real yeah, there, there it's is like, a, seems to be a meaningful churn rate and it's like yeah, perhaps mm-hmm. a, a less you know uh, New York City the one thing that I say is like it doesn't care about you right like New York doesn't right. care about anybody there's no celebrity. It doesn't care about any celebrity, like a handful, maybe. Right. Um, at, but like here, it, you know, no place cares about a person, but you have, it's a much lower barrier, it seems, to show up, to show yeah. up and try. Like a lot I of our friends. this place just, does care. It does. Yeah. yeah. I think it does. It has the potential to, right? I mean, if yeah. you stay in your apartment, the place doesn't care about you. Right. If you totally. if you True. don't you know if you don't show up, to, uh, this is just to you know underline Megan your your idea of like showing up, right? It, I think yeah. that you're right. When you do show up, I I think that people have 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 been exceptionally, uh, I don't know, welcoming is the word, you know, uh, include inclusive totally. for for me, and that that's my experience so far, mm-hmm. uh, and that is in the you know six months before pandemic. People were great. People are great. Yeah. 
you got to integrate. I always tell people, I'm like, you have to just go out. Like, you have yeah. to, you got to talk to the person who's pouring your beer. You have to talk to the person who's making coffee. You have yeah. to, like, just, you know, integrate into those third spaces, you know, outside of, like, work and home. And, like, find people, you know? That's really what you have to do. Like, you can't just, yeah, sit at home and expect, yeah. like, Asheville to come to you. That's not how it works <laughs> at all. You have to work a little bit for it. Sure. You know, you really have to want to live here to make it work. I think the majority of people who live here, you know, hustle and hustle and hustle and like work so hard to be able to live here. And you really like, that's just the reality for a lot of people. It was the reality for myself for a very long time. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, work hard. You got, you, <laughs> you, you got to work it. for some low ass wages too. It is offensive. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say though, if you had never dragged me out of the house and started making me go out uh, yeah. to bars with you, then I would. <laughs> Lindsay was hanging anybody. at home, and she was like, "We worked together," and I was like, "You yeah. have to come out." <laughs> you were like, "Get out! We're going out." I was like, "We're going out!" Like, <laughs> and it worked. Yeah. <laughs> met a bunch of friends uh, really really lovely people in this town that is the truth of it is like yeah. if you do go out like it doesn't have to be a bar obviously but like if you get out into some community like everybody who is a resident here is pretty lovely and yeah, really a interesting good, a lot of good people here a lot of good senses of humor <laughs> yeah I like that. That's, that. That is vital. That is very important. Uh, and is, I, I concur. Yeah. That's been my experience. Every time uh, done the awkward thing and said hello, it mm. uh, rarely has turned out. I can't think of any moment where it's turned out poorly. Um, mm. And so for the lovely, uh, great-tempered, humorous listener who <laughs> wants to follow along in your story, connect with you on the internet at large, website, Instagram, perhaps not Twitter, uh, but where might they go to find you? Yeah, well, our website is palmandpineabl.com. Um, and then you can find us on Instagram. It's at uh, palmandpineabl. Uh, ABL is short for Asheville, if you don't know. Yeah. If you made we it to this part a- of the episode and didn't know that, <laughs> dear goodness gracious, you get a gold star for participation. But, uh, <laughs> We do have a Facebook, but I don't, we don't really utilize it. Really the best way it to like interact with us is to go to our website. You can find our emails there. Mm-hmm. There's contact. You can shop you online. Get in touch. Well, we do deliver nationwide. We send plants to people. Yeah, we we send uh, crystals, koozies, uh, candles, all neem oil, all, all sorts oh. of little shit. Uh, <laughs> crystals. Candles, koozies is Chris koozies. Candles is new, like, like a new bumper sticker. I need that in my life. <laughs> I like was just that. going up the list. I'm anything to make your space alive. I love it. Do you see? Do you see what just happened there? That was lovely. Thank you both so much for your time today. Thank you, thank you, Tony. It's been wonderful. We appreciate you. Thanks.